is your life, and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brittle. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. David Poole is the executive vice president of NuCalm, a revolutionary system for balancing and maintaining autonomic nervous system health. NuCalm is a safe, proven neuroscience technology that quickly relaxes you without using narcotics or controlled substances. It naturally brings your body into pre-sleep states characterized by deep relaxation along with delta and theta brain waves. In this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show podcast, David and I discuss stress intervention therapy and audio entrainment and their incredible benefits in promoting relaxation and getting the body prepared for a restful night's sleep. We also discuss the power of good sleep and, on the contrary side, the negative effects of sleep deprivation. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with David Poole. Hey everyone, I know you'll enjoy the interview. If you'd like to learn more of my top biohacking secrets, get a free copy of my best-selling book called The Biohacker's Guide to Upgraded Energy and Focus for free at biohackersguide.com. It's over 500 pages of my top biohacks and I'll send it to you for free if you cover a small shipping cost. Get your free copy at biohackersguide.com. I thought it'd be fun. We talk a little bit about, kind of start out with your story. Um, how you got into, do you consider the new calm, is that audio visual entrainment or more audio entrainment or what's it's, the category that you guys consider yourselves in? It is audio entrainment, but that's, uh, it's really, um, I would, I guess here's the fun part. It is a category creator. We're actually working with the government. Um, and they've tried to put us into a bucket because they've got very strict FDA regulations and they tried to put us into a neural stimulator because of the CES unit. Okay. So no, it's really not a stimulator. It's the, it's the opposite effect. It's a, it's a stress intervention therapy. Right. Class three component. So the entrainment piece is a big part of the, it does a lot of the work. Right. Uh, but it's, there's, there's really four components. Seriously interesting. We have the only patent in the world for balancing and maintaining the health of the human autonomic nervous system. So you could say the human autonomic nervous system management tool, uh, it's the first of its kind. The interesting thing Anthony, is that none of the technologies were invented by us. The chief scientist who invented this technology was looking for a solution for acute PTSD and addictive disease. So he's been treating Vietnam vets and Iraqi war vets and trauma victims, rape victims, um, you know, Oklahoma City bombing victims, that kind of stuff. And the predominant treatment modality is drugs. Benzodiazepines, antipsychotics, to keep them safe, right? Right. But what that does is it creates, um, first of all, bad habits. Um, secondly, it destroys your GABAergic system and your whole sleep function. Yeah. I mean, bias those receptor sites, it muddies those waters. It takes 18 months to clean out your GABAergic system after six months of benzodiazepine use. Come on. Yeah. So they're really, they're not, they're not good. So it takes away the liability of someone who might kill themselves from the trauma. Like, hey, they lived fine. But guess what? They're addicted to drugs and alcohol. I don't sleep. They're miserable. They're divorced because no one wants to be around them because they're sympathetically driven all the time. Imagine being amped up all the time, not being able to relax, not being able to sleep. It makes you crazy. I don't know if you've ever been sleep deprived. Yeah. 
But after a while, you're kind of like, am I losing my mind? I mean, I can't really process rational thoughts. I'm anxious. I'm stressed. I'm kind of a jerk, right? Benzos kind of uh, chill you out, though, don't they? That's like Xanax in, in, in that category, correct? They do, yeah. Those... But it's not it's not relaxation. It's really just cutting out different functionality in the brain in the brain sphere. Yeah. It, um, it, okay. All right. That makes sense. And, and I, I've heard getting off those is just a nightmare. It is. Yeah. It's very difficult. Um, they're very they're very habit forming. So yes. Dr. Holloway was looking for a natural way to relax somebody who literally physically can't be relaxed. And his explanation is always. When you pump a 220-volt experience through a 120-volt system, if the brain or the body doesn't explode, right, from the payload, it's got to get remapped so that the load goes somewhere. And what happens, it retrains or, or kind of realigns your brain terrain. That's what trauma does. Right. It affects your midbrain. It affects your hippocampus, hypothalamus, all this kind of stuff. And you you become what's called sympathetically driven. Right. That is your um, adrenaline response, your arousal response. And it's really appropriate for us. We should be sympathetically driven all day long because we're diurnal. And when you your brain is stimulated by light, it starts that whole function of adrenaline. So your central nervous system can do a couple things. It, it's, it uses all of your senses to constantly survey your environment to make sure you're safe, predictable, and, and reliable. Mm -hmm. It's your primitive survival function. Every animal on the planet has that function. So that's why during the day, so the interesting about us in our technology and advancements is that we discovered kerosene hundreds of years ago and we could beat the system. We're supposed to sleep when it's dark. Our habits should be sleep when it's dark and hunt for food, right? Yeah. Aiding and, and shelter during the day. That's it. That's what, that's what mammals do. Right. We stay up at night. We watch TV. We do our iPhones, all this other crazy crap. Yeah. And it's great if you get eight hours of sleep. So that arousal function is really appropriate. When you have a trauma and your amygdala always feels unsafe, that's what essentially happens. It happens with blood flow. You can't relax. When you can't relax, your body starts to, to essentially decompose. Um, it breaks down because you're not getting the restorative sleep. And what happens with the why there's such a high comorbidity of drug and alcohol abuse is your brain find ways. Your brain will always find ways to self-soothe. It'll figure it out. And people think, oh, you're addicted to drugs and alcohol. You know, it's mind over matter. Just, just you know, don't think about it. Don't do it. Be strong type thing. It's willpower. It has nothing to do with it. Right. Your brain, and it's all stress-based. So the interesting thing, you can go through a 12-step program, find God, whatever it is that gets you out, out of your habit. And you can live free of that for a couple of years and all of a sudden your in-laws house burns down and your, and your in-laws who you never liked and you know, they don't like you are moving into your house. And before you know it, you're down at the package store getting a pack of smokes or at the liquor store. And you're like, wait a minute, I've been sober for two years. doesn't matter. Stress puts you out of your rational thinking and your brain says, last time I felt this bad, alcohol made me feel good. Yeah. Game on. That's where we're headed. Sorry. And there's really nothing you can do about it. So, what, what Dr. Hollywood was trying to do is, how do I relax somebody so that I can actually do cognitive behavioral processing and therapy with someone who needs help? They need to be able to rationally think about the trauma, take away the, you know, the survivor's guilt and all these things that people go through. A lot of it has to do with your brain does a remarkable job of protecting yourself from a trauma. 
yeah. lack of blood flow, stuff like that. You perseverate over that trauma. And you can't cognitively do anything with somebody who's acutely stressed. So if you're constantly in that hypervigilant state, your rational function is disabled. It's offline. Your blood flow is going to your major muscle groups and your vital organs. It's not going to your prefrontal cortex. Right. People be like, well, that guy was really weird. And he talked a lot. He didn't listen. He didn't understand social cues. He's in my face. He probably has PTSD. He doesn't understand those things because he's irrational because he doesn't care about you. He's struggling nonstop. Right. And he goes on the next you know, profile socially and does the same thing. And people don't like him. Then you get um, kind of discarded. That's why you get a lot of homeless vets and that kind of stuff. No one wants to be around them. It makes you feel uncomfortable to be around someone who, who behaves like that. So what Dr. Hollywood is looking for was a solution to drive you down, put you in a deeply relaxed state without putting you to sleep so I can talk to you about what's going on, why your family is you know, scared of you or resentful, why your kids don't want to talk to you, why the police are, are concerned, all this kind of stuff. Let me explain this to you. And then um, you can start to process information and start to heal, honestly. So this is all as a modality for him to do cognitive behavioral therapy so he can get you off drugs and alcohol, get you to process the events that happened to you, and get you to move on and heal. So was, was Dr. Holloway the creator and inventor of the new call? Yeah. Okay. And, and he, was, he, he, was, he, was, he focused, his specialty was cognitive behavioral therapy. Yes. In, in, as a profile for treating QPTSD. And addictive disease. Those are the two profiles of, of, of populations he's concerned with. Okay. All right. That, that's interesting. It gives me a little bit more background. One of the things that I think that you guys are doing that I, I have not seen anywhere else is the combination of these different therapies in one unit. Can yeah. you kind of break down the different components that play a role in the new calm and, and the role that each of those components play? No, absolutely. So it is a four-legged stool. People try and cheat the system. Oh, I don't. I ran out of cream, or I don't have supplements, or I don't have battery in the CES. I'll just do one thing. No, what you get with the new comb system, and we had to prove this because when you get a patent, it's our burden of proof to prove efficacy and novelty. It's our job, no one else's job. It's not their job to disprove it. It's our job to prove it. And they are generalists. The, the patent office they're generalists. They're not specialists. So we had to get research with the leading physicians or research scientists around the world to validate and write affidavits for us. Um, so to do that, we had to break down what does each component do? What's the intensity or what's the effect of each component by itself, then in, in combination with two, then in combination with three, then in combination with all four. So we know those, those details. So it's a four-step approach because what you're going to do to take someone out of a hypervigilant state, and let me explain what that means. So I talked to you about the rational piece, the blood flow goes through muscles, this and that. You're in a fight or flight response. Um, your brainwave function is also oscillating really fast. Is that is that considered a beta state, like a beta yeah. frequency? It's high beta. High beta, okay. High beta, and that's your stress anxiety state. And that's anywhere between, it depends on, on what literature you look at, but let's say it's 30 to 45 hertz. That's high. Right. Your normal state, like right now, you're awake, you're alert, you're not doing critical thinking, you're kind of relaxed. It might be 16 to 17 hertz. Right. Someone burst in your door right now with a mask on and a gun, you go from 16 hertz to 40 without you even knowing what happened. Your body automatically takes over. Sure. Remember, it's constantly surveying your environment in sub-second transactions. Something happens that you don't expect, right, that makes you feel uncomfortable, you flip. 
same thing. So a couple of weeks ago, I was walking uh, down the block and I had my phone. I was talking to a doctor and I'm walking and I take a turn and something flies out of a bush right in front of me. And I go, ah, like this. I mean, really, it was embarrassing. <laughs> I, I go, what the hell? The guy on the phone says, dude, what's going on? I was like, uh, a little birdie literally flew out, scared the shit out of me. Um, I had no idea. And I didn't say, oh, there's a birdie. I'm going to do this. My body reacted without me thinking about it or anything. It did its job. It backed away. It froze or, 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 or fleed. I didn't punch it or choke the, the bird. Um, and until I figured out what it was, my body was, my heart was racing. I was like, holy crap. That's your survival function. It's, it does it sub-second transactions. It does it subconsciously. And right. I didn't know. Until I saw what it was, then I said, oh, my God, that was embarrassing and silly. And it did scare me. And that was it. And then I, I slowly calmed down, right? Right. So my brainwave function went from 18 up to 40 hertz like that. And then it slowly yeah. comes down. So the brainwave function, what we want to do is we want to bring that brainwave function to the first two stages of sleep, alpha and theta, which is what you find on new call. We don't want to bring you to deep sleep because if you're treating someone with acute PTSD and trauma, when they fall asleep, they're likely to have violent dreams. They're likely to relive that experience. That's why they, they, their sleeping patterns, their sleeping experience is so troubling. So Dr. Holly wanted to hover them above sleep, deep relaxation, still relatively conscious, but not aware of your surroundings, essentially. So it's, it's a deep meditative state. So we got to take you down from 40 hertz to 12 hertz. So there's two things that happen. You've got a neurochemical channel in your brain. It's your dopamine, your endorphins, adrenaline, GABA, epinephrine, all those kinds of things. Those are, neurochemi those are neurochemical messengers. They're and, called and, neuro and what, do, what do those do? What purpose do they serve? Yeah, those are neurotransmitters. So your brain, actually, your body creates those from your food sources. You can't just take serotonin. Right. You can't take melatonin, right? Yeah. Uh, but most of these you can't take uh, organic. And so your brain, essentially, your hypothalamus extracts glutamate from your food sources, hydrolyzes that, and creates neurotransmitters. One of the problems in American culture today is that our food sources aren't real food, as you know, right? Mm -hmm. There's added sugar. There's 400 ingredients in a cracker. I mean, it's ridiculous. So our brains can't get the right raw materials to create neurotransmitters. That is why we have such a high level of depression, anxiety, um, all the problems we're having that are systemic problems with allergies and autoimmune problems. They're all food derived. Yep. It's not eating proper foods. So your brain extracts that, it creates those neurotransmitters, and it stores them. So you've got serotonin and melatonin, which are all released with timing of light, your mm -hmm. light spectrum. When it gets dark out, that's when your cycles, your total circadian rhythm, it's all based on light and intensity. That's when melatonin starts to get produced. Right. As you get deeper in your sleep patterns, you're about to about 4 o'clock in the morning. If you're waking up at 6, your adrenaline starts to pick up a little bit. You don't just go from deep sleep to, hey, I'm awake, let it go. So it's all, that's all your circadian rhythm. It's all hormone release um, cycles. Right. So you've got dopamine, which is your pleasure, pleasure center, right? Right. Um, so all those numbers. So those are really important messengers for mood, for intensity, for arousal, for relaxation. Um, so that's your neurochemical channel. That's very important with the nucleon phenomenon. Then you have your biofrequency channel. It's the other way your body communicates. And that is essentially your levels of consciousness. When you're high beta, you're stressed out. When you're when you're mellow right now at 16, 17. As you start to wind down and prepare for sleep, you get to 12 hertz and you go all the way down to 
you know, essentially 0.5 is deep delta, 0.0 be dead. That's your relaxation. That's your sleep pattern. Then as you wake up, right when you wake up, you're 13 hertz. As soon as you're conscious, you're 13 hertz. If someone slams the door and tries to break into your room, you go right up to, to 40, right? So right. brain wave function. So you have two channels. You've got the neurochemical piece. you got the biofrequency piece. What we're going to do, Anthony, is we are going to take over, hijack both of those channels. That's why this is so effective. That's why it's so predictable. That's why it's so rapid, the onset of new calm. And the more stressed you are, the faster the, the, the action. It's really interesting. So you take someone who's hypervigilant, really in a panic, out of control. I mean, literally, you have to slap in the face, say, get a hold of yourself. Everything's going to be okay type thing. Uh, you get them the, the cream, you put the, the stim on and the headset, and in three minutes, they are cooked. And, and I've seen it hundreds of times in surgical environments where people are phobic. Is, is the cream used in conjunction with the capsules, or is it, um, is it one or the other? It's one or the other. So let me explain what those ingredients are and what, what we're doing here. Yeah. So we're going to supersaturate the brain with GABA, gamma aminobutyric acid. That is your predominant inhibitory neurotransmitter, meaning that blocks excitatory messages. It slows down the arousal function and over-firing of neurons in your midbrain. That's how you prepare for sleep every night. You've got GABA stored from your food sources, but during the day, you're adrenaline dominant. So the whole GABA system is offline. It's not available. You're not supposed to relax. You're not supposed to take naps. You're supposed to be aware. You don't need to be hypervigilant, but you're supposed to be aware of your surroundings during the day. So we're going to supersession with GABA because we have no idea how much GABA you have. We have no idea if you're good at producing GABA, right, or you're deficient. And you can't overproduce GABA. I can't give you too much. You're not going to die from an overdose of GABA. So we supersession with GABA. You can do the cream or you can do the supplements. They're redundant. It depends on, on what methodology you like. So if someone is uh, – now the supplements do uh, – for some people that, like, that are very, very sensitive to dairy or additives, is the cream a better fit for them? Sure. Yeah? Even though we've tested the supplements on over half a million patients without a single adverse reaction. Not one. And it, yeah. The milk protein in there is just a protein. It's been hydrolyzed. It's not dairy. Okay. All right. This it is actually the protein from mother's milk that makes you relax – that makes babies relaxed. It's called casein triptych hydrolysate. Yeah. So all the ingredients are plant-derived phytobotanical, and there's a huge weird process to get the raw materials out of out of the ingredients. Okay, uh, so that, that's, that's that's good to know. Yeah. So what you don't want to do is, again. So the interesting thing about GABA, it's the only neurotransmitter that passes the blood-brain barrier when administered sublingually. So that's how we get the rapid onset, which is really really remarkable. Um, it's all testimony to Blake's pursuit of, of finding a solution that can do all these things because when people look at the formula, I was talking to a guy in Germany, he said, whoever came up with this formula knows the human brain very well. This is, I wouldn't have thought of these combining these ingredients. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, it's really quite true. So what we do with that is we supersaturate with GABA. It's either in the cream form or the sublingually. Your brain does nothing with the GABA. You're still hypervigilant. You're still stressed out. You're still... Uh, uncomfortable, feel compromised because your brain wants adrenaline. So we give you the GABA, it gets up to your frontal lobe within about 90 seconds to two minutes. And your brain says, great, I'm going to store it with the other GABA I have. But right now I want adrenaline and I'm really anxious. I need to get the hell out of the situation. The CES, those patches you put behind the ears. Which stands for cranial, cranial electrotherapy stimulation. Okay, perfect. That presents a subsensory microcurrent. This is a soft spot. This is behind the mandible mastoid. And it's direct access to the frontal lobe. It's a meridian point acupuncture. 
So you're going to get to the frontal lobe with this, and it's a subsensory microcurrent. It's 0.1 milliamps. You don't feel anything, but it excites the GABA receptor sites in your frontal lobe. It teases those. It increases the cell permeability, and it binds with the ingredients we've given you and whatever GABA you have, and that effectively stops the stress response at the midbrain. So that, that CES allows your brain to take in the GABA that you've ingested exactly. subliminally. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. That makes the sense. only thing that it does, if you just took the GABA, you're going to have no effect. You'll have a deeper relaxation experience that night because you have more GABA than you're used to, but it's not going to make you feel relaxed. When you combine the GABA and the CES, it's the glass of wine effect. You take someone from this to, all right, this sucks, but I can deal with it. Is it safe to say the CES without the GABA would not do much? Nope. It would do nothing. You okay. can buy CES here and And they're indicated on the market for insomnia, anxiety, depression, and pain management, but it's a much different frequency and intensity, and you have to wear it for like an hour, and the effect is nominal. That's that's why I was a little a little confused because I have CES devices and I've used yeah. them, and yeah. it's quite uncomfortable. Yeah. Whereas when I've used it with the Newcom, I don't feel anything. I didn't know if I was supposed to or not. Sure. But this makes sure. more sense. It's just to allow your body to utilize the gap. Yeah. You're not supposed to feel anything. Okay. It's a subsensory microcurrent. Where you place the patches is very important. You want to have the patch on that soft spot. So tucked up high again under the ear. Yeah. It's important. And you turn it on to 0.1 milliamps and that's it. You won't feel anything. As long as the battery's on, it's doing its job. And it happens very quickly, within about three to four minutes. Then we take, so we've taken over the neurochemical channel. Adrenaline has stopped being delivered to the channels. It really has. Yeah. Um, but you're not deeply relaxed. You're just neutralized, right? The relaxation piece and the deep relaxation piece and the therapeutic piece is really in the software. So you've heard of binaural beats. It's not a, it's, it was discovered in 1839. There's thousands of applications in the marketplace. Um, what Dr. Holloway did that's different is that he invented an algorithm that constantly changes the signaling in the midbrain. Your midbrain is very savvy, especially when you feel acutely stressed. It wants to be aware of your surroundings. It doesn't want you to deprive itself of the opportunity to see or hear. Um, so if you present disparate signals, in about three to four minutes, you'll develop a tolerance. So the first time you use something from CenterPoint or all these other technologies, it might work once or twice, but if you're not extremely stressed, third or fourth time will have no effect because your brain's already figured it out. So the, brain, the brain essentially adapts, similar adapts. to like a workout where you're yeah. using the same weight every time, doing the same amount of reps, exactly. resting the same amount of time. So you don't, so you don't get that burn. Okay. Um, so the same thing happens. So with Newcom, and I've done it every single day for four plus years, we constantly change the signal. So what's happening in the software is we are presenting the midbrain. So that's why you need to, you need to wear headphones. The, the classical music is just a carrier wave. It's irrelevant. It does nothing. It just presents the software to the midbrain. We present one signal in the right ear and a different signal in the left ear. And your midbrain, it's, it's called the superior olivary nucleus. And subtract, it wants synchronicity with wave patterns. It does not like this. So it'll subtract one against the other. And whatever the delta is, whatever the difference is between those two signals in terms of frequencies is the remaining beat, and it'll follow that beat. That's how binaural beats work. Oh. So if I'm going to pace your brainwave to 10, I'll do 40, in the, 40 hertz signal in the right ear and a 30 hertz signal in the left ear. The difference between those is 10 hertz. So it subtracts one against the other. Whatever the remaining beat is, it follows that beat. That's the hypnosis piece. 
your your brain almost serves to complete the circuit. Sure. Yep. It wants synchronicity. Okay. It wants uniformity. So yeah. do that math. So it's uh, not the classical music that's calming you down. Not at all. It does. It could be waves. It could be birds singing. It doesn't matter what it is. If you stripped out that sound, what would what would I hear? It'd be white noise. It'd be like, okay. Extremely yeah. annoying and frustrating. Like this is madness. Okay. Right? It is, and you can still hear it. The software. There's a lot of complexity in that software. It's 220 megs for a two-hour file. It's a, it's a big piece of software. Yeah. Uh, you can still hear the, the, the quality and the integrity of the classical music is lame. There's a lot of white noise, some weird things. Um, so it's not you – know, and that's digital. That's, that's because we're pounding – there's other things in there too. Have you ever heard of the Schumann Resonance? Yeah. We have the Schumann Resonance in there. Ah. Point okay. nine, which is the grounding effect, which, which normalizes you and makes you – it connects you with the magnetic force of the earth. So are you trying to bring people to around that, that Schumann frequency, like the 9.6 hertz? So what we do is, remember, we're trying to, to essentially block you into parasympathetic nervous system dominance. We want your body to heal because we want to retrain your brain terrain. This is all because of QPTSD. Yeah. Is it for different reasons, but, but for that. So what we're going to do is, so how Blake figured this out, it took him eight years. He knew that GABA is the way your body naturally winds down. Yeah. So he, he had a lab and he fed people GABA and then he would do urinalysis panels on you and it wasn't showing up in the panels. And he's like, this is a head scratcher. I'm watching you eat it. How can it not be in your system? Well, then he discovered that, hey, GABA is offline. Nothing happens with the GABA um, until it's nighttime. That's when he learned about the CES. He, he, he went to St. Petersburg, Russia, the guy who invented CES. And he spent six or seven weeks with him, and they used the combination therapy, and they had the desired outcome of, wow, we've taken someone from a really hypervigilant state down to a really re relaxed or neutral state. That's awesome. But that wasn't enough. It wasn't long-term. It wasn't predictable, and it wasn't long-lasting, and you weren't deeply relaxed. You were just not super hyper, right? It's kind of, it's kind of like drinking a glass of wine. It's going to exactly. help that person feel a little bit better in the short term, but yeah. not solving the underlying problem. Exactly. So then he discovered the binaural beats thing, and when he started using it, he started seeing the effects wear off on people. And he's like, wait a minute. Then he realized, well, the brain's developed a tolerance from this. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to constantly change that signaling so your brain's always doing the math, and I'm going to isol oscillate you from 40 hertz down to 12. And when I get you to 12 in that first three or four minutes, then I'm going to take you from 12 all the way down to four in a 14-minute cycle. So when you do new calm, you're going to notice moments of clarity and thought. And then you're going to notice really weird daydreams and, and associations and random shit. And you're always going to lose track of time because we take you from 12 to 10 to 8 to 6 to 4 up to 6 to 8, up like this and down. The interesting thing about the therapeutic reboot and the reset and the physiological response from new calm is that you've got a phenomenon called the alpha-theta crossover. It's a very important phenomenon for the therapy of sleep. And when where you, do those take place? Where's, in, in terms of Hertz, so like Delta is zero to three, right? Zero. And that's why you guys don't mess with that. Three point, yeah, 3.9, essentially. Four is the, is the threshold. Okay, and then where's Alpha, where's Theta? Four to seven is Theta. Okay. That's okay. rapid eye movement, REM sleep, re restoration piece. And then eight to 12 is, is Alpha. That's okay. deep relaxed. You're aware of your surroundings, but you don't care. It's like falling asleep at the beach. 
you hear everything. It's really noisy. This, you may not have put sunscreen on. Like, I don't care. I'm so tired. Um, and then you fall asleep. That's deep sleep. So we're going to take you to 12 down to 10. When the alpha theta crossover from eight to seven is a very therapeutic event. That's when your sodium and potassium pumps, essentially your ions, get recharged, recalibrated, or reset in all of your cells. You've got 70 trillion cells. There's a polarity effect. There's electrical force field in every cell. Um, and that phenomenon, that's why sleep is so important. So in a normal retirement function, when you go to sleep tonight, that'll happen one time. The alpha theta crossover will happen one time in a 35-second in increment. We force it with our algorithm nine times. So you're getting a deep cellular reboot. We're cleansing out the waste products in your cells, and we're resetting the polarity in your sodium-potassium ions. If I'm what, – what time period am I using the Nucom for in order to get those nine alpha-theta crossovers? At least 14 minutes. So in 14 minutes, I get nine crossovers. Yeah. Whereas in a night's sleep, I would get one. Yeah. In that whole function. Now, you don't in – your, in your normal sleep pattern, not, not, that's not exactly true. Um, in your normal sleep pattern, you, as you know, it goes like this. You get deep sleep. You go up. You wake up. You get up to pee, all that kind of stuff. When yeah. you go back down, you go through from alpha to, to theta. So it might happen six or seven times for you in a night. Right. Depends on how restless you are. Yeah. It's really important. We're forcing it, though. So if you do new calm for 45 minutes, our research with Harvard shows that it's the equivalent of a two- to five-hour deep restorative nap. Not a normal nap, but a deep restorative nap because we're forcing you into parasympathetic nervous system dominance. And the reason that's really critical for your health is that you're getting maximum diaphragmatic breathing. As you know, your body gets um, cleansed and refreshed with oxygen. So we're going to force you into six respirations per minute, which is the optimal um, diaphragmatic breathing. That's what monks try to achieve. How, how, does, how do you do that? How do you affect someone's breathing? It's by slowing down your heart rate and forcing the parasympathetic nervous system dominance. So we're, we're, we're affecting your respiratory sinus arrhythmia. We're affecting your heart rate variability. For, or it's, 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 your, it's deep relaxation, essentially. When you're relaxed, you're going to deep do really deep breathing. So every time you do come on someone, if you look at their breathing, it's very slow and very measured. And that's very critical. It's really important. So that's a huge – and for the muscle relaxing – and the, and the muscle response, that's why you wake up and all the lactic acid is resolved. You feel like, wow, I don't feel pumped up. I wish I did because I just worked out. And I like that pump in my muscles and veins, all that crap. But your muscles have recovered and healed. And now you can actually go work out. So I always say to people who work out a lot, do Nucom before you work out. Because when you relax the muscles, you increase the payload. You're going to be able to lift more. You're going to be able to run faster, all those kind of things. Yeah. And then immediately after because you want to recover quickly. Um, that's really important. So. I would always bookend Nucom for that, for athletic performance. That's, that's fascinating. How do you use the Nucom? You mentioned you've used it every day for the past few years. Yep. Uh, how do you squeeze it in that you've found to be the most effective, uh, produce the, the best ROI? Yeah, no, so for me, I start my days like you. I'm, I'm busy. I start at like 6.37. I get the kids ready for school, and, and then I get on my computer at 7.38, and I start – Respond to emails and doing work. I have a to-do list. By noon, I haven't brushed my teeth. I haven't showered. I haven't, I'm using my underwear. Um, and I look and say, holy shit, it's 12 o'clock. What the fuck? I have a huge, I had a huge to-do list. I haven't gotten anything done. I haven't eaten and I feel like crap. Um, and that's usually when I say, I got to go to Newcomb. And he's like, 
You can't take a nap now. You just woke up. But I'm out of control. I find that my breathing starts, so I'll go like this. For no reason, I'll start exhaling. That's when I know I'm getting stressed out. Yeah. My, my heart rate is elevated. Um, and that's exactly when I do new calm because when I get out of new calm, there's a sense of clarity and I get a sense of purpose. And I'll do it for about 28 to 30 minutes and I will cruise through the next three or four hours with productivity. I mean, I do a full day's work in that next world. And here's what happens. When you stop someone in that parasympathetic state, and it's characterized by that deep measured breathing, you're engorging all of your organs with blood, with good, rich, oxygenated red blood cell flow. It's also doing your prefrontal cortex and frontal cortex. So it's engorging those parts of your brain. That's your cognition center. And it's going to recruit more communication pathways for cognition. So you're going to be acutely smarter, more focused. When you take stress out of the equation, things become more obvious, right? When I'm stressed, I can't think of what I'm supposed to do. I can't multitask very well. Men generally can't. Women are much more adaptable at multitasking because their left and right brain communicate a lot better. We're very rigid in our brain structure. So we're hunters and gatherers. We need information to get to our, 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 our desired outcome. Women are very emotional and they respond. They look at the whole picture. They can multitask a lot better than we can. Mm-hmm. We can solve problems better than they can. It's just the way our chemistry is built. Right. So anyway, when I get out, I don't feel stressed. I don't feel overwhelmed by my to-do list. I really don't. I look at it and say, okay, what can I get done right now? What's mission critical? What's going to help me move the needle a little bit? These two things, great. I circle them. Literally, so I do this every day. I circle them, and I work on those two things in a linear function instead of taking the phone calls, checking me out. I don't give a shit about email. And I do that. I get it done. I say, holy shit, okay, now what do I need to do? Who do I need to respond to? What meetings do I have? Then I take a break around 5 o'clock. I do the dinner. I play hockey with the kids. And then around 9 o'clock, I work till about 3 in the morning because I got that two-hour power nap in the afternoon. And I go, I only get about four to five, maybe six hours of sleep a night, generally, sometimes less. So you're at noon, you do it for 28 to 30 minutes, you said? Yeah. yeah. And then when is your, when's your next power nap? That's, no, that's my power nap. I don't take another nap. Oh, so it's, it's only 28 to 30 minutes, though? For me, yeah. If I'm sleep deprived or I travel, I'll be in for 50 minutes. So, so you were saying because because you're using the new calm, it's the equivalent of a two to three hour power yes, nap. Exactly. Ah, okay, I got you. I was like, did I miss something in the story? No, so All right, yeah. Here's something cool. I haven't been sick in four years. I'll get a scratchy throat, like, oh my god, I'm gonna get sick. And I have kids, and I travel all the time. I'm around sick people. My immune system is so strong. My blood work is so amazing. When I go I work with some of the top doctors in the world, I say, hey, test me, test me. They're like, <laughs> you're, and I said, I'm beating myself up, man. Um, I'm, I'm physically, I play hockey all the time. I work out all the time. I work 12 hour days every day. Um, and to me, I love my job. So it doesn't feel like work. And I love doing it. I hate taking time off Sundays. I try not to do anything. Um, yeah. that's it. I do just family time. And I spend time with my family, but do you, do you unplug on Sundays? Yeah. You do like a electronic vacation. <laughs> No, you know what? I um I do new calm in the morning on Sundays just yeah. to set for the day, and I do it again in the afternoon, um, just so I can be present. And I spend time with the family. I go outside. I work out. I I don't do. I don't check my email. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I need that break. And that's yeah. why Monday morning's like, oh my god, holy crap! <laughs> yeah. that's so much to do that I forgot about. I feel like what a loser. But um, so for me, as a productivity tool and as a way to keep me focused, keep me balanced, um. And keep me feeling uh, humble. 
I think what happens, and this happened historically through the years when I was in different roles, you're so self-important. Hey, if I don't show up at work, the company's going to collapse. Really? I don't think so. Um, you can quit tomorrow and the company's going to be fine. So you have this feeling of self-importance and there's a heavy burden, stress around that. Like, hey, these people's, you know, they're relying on me for their jobs and their lives and blah, blah, blah. It's really important, blah, blah, blah. Um, when I started doing New Calm, it really put the context of life to me and it made me feel much less self-important. And now I says, hey, I'm just a, a mass of particles and waves like everybody else. I'm doing my best. And if I screw up, I'll apologize. But for the most part, this is what you're going to get. And I'm not a hero. I don't need to be. Um, We're all made from the same mass of decaying organic matter. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I'm, and I'm dying at this point. I'm 47. So I'm not even getting better, right? Um, so that context shift for me has been really um, brilliant and really nice. And, I don't, and you attribute that to, to the new calm and some absolutely, of… Absolutely. Because yes. it's, it's taking stress away. Um, and stress is what makes you feel irrational, makes you, makes you behave poorly. Here's one of the things I've noticed too. When I'm stressed and historically, I had no problem saying no to my kids. And I didn't even listen to the request. I said, no, no, are you kidding me? I don't have time for that. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. Now I literally listen and they say, hey, dad, can we go play hockey? And I say, my kid's 12 years old. He doesn't want to hang out with me that much. Hell yeah, we can play hockey right now. Are you kidding me, man? I said, let me just redirect my schedule. And I'll leave at 2 in the afternoon. And I'll call my, you know, my boss or, or and say, dude, I'll be off the clock for two hours. I'm going to play hockey with my boy later. It's such a different thing. So what's more important? Spending two hours with my son, who's going to be a teenager soon, and I'm not going to, I can't get that back, or doing more work for two hours, which I can make up on the back end 11, 12, midnight type thing. Yeah. Uh, not even do it. I mean, if it's not that critical. So for me, it's been much different to be present, be aware of what's happening, and not be stressed out. And, and I'm a better human being, but I'm also just a better me. I can be uh, much, more, um, much more mellow. Yeah. My 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 design. I have an identical twin brother. Is to fight. So when I used to get in arguments with people, it'd always be, I wanted an outcome that would be a fight. That's not cool. I don't do that anymore. I listen. I let someone else get really heated. I don't say anything. And it drives me more crazy. I say, hey, you're out of control, bro. I get it. I'm mad too, but I don't need to show you. <laughs> it's not important. Yeah. Like, like, crazy. And it completely this all and, and and stops the problem. Yeah, you're not putting any energy towards it. I don't put any, so it doesn't build up. Where I used to be like, oh, that's exactly what I want. Now it's you know game on. Right. Um, no interest. Does your twin brother use the new comb? He's my boss. He's the CEO of our company. <laughs> okay. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was gonna say it would it would have been a fascinating uh, experiment there with the control and. <laughs> it's crazy. So he'll call me. I was like, hey, what's up, asshole? He's like, well, you must be talking to your brother because I know you're not talking to your boss like that. I'm like, you're a dick. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, he doesn't use it as much as I do. I use it every day because when I look at data and I look at my productivity, I'm much better now than I ever have been. And the only difference has been new call. So I use it. I don't miss a day. Yeah. Uh, if I've got to reschedule a meeting because it's getting close to midnight, I said, guys, I got a jet. I got to you know, They're like, why? We're, we're going to be out all night. I was like, I got to do a new call. I didn't get to do it today. And they're looking at me like, you're crazy. I was like, it's an emotional habit of mine. It's, it's almost an addiction. Yeah. It just makes me feel really good. I, I found, I found a, a similar experience with the new calm, meditation, taking that time every day to stay relaxed and manage, um, manage my stress response. It's, you're, you're better at everything. 
you're emotionally better, you're more present, you're more engaged, and um, quality of life elevates. And um, and and yeah, it's. I, I think what you guys have is an incredible device. Um, I use it with clients. I've had just last week in the same day. I had two clients. One called me, freaking out. She was like, she was like, what, what do you do when you feel like you're having a heart attack? I was like, all right, she's having a panic attack. Then another one came in. She got an argument with her boss about. She essentially got a. Uh, she, she got promoted, but no pay raise. So more responsibility, less, uh, no overtime, and no pay raise. So she's freaking right. out. I hook them up to the new calm. Within like ten minutes, they're better. Um, huge. You can see them. If anyone's ever tried meditating or used the new calm, you can see there, there's this period. I don't know if you experienced this, but especially if it's if you've gone through the day and you're stressed out. You'll be laying there and you'll notice like you're all bunched up. Your shoulders are up by your ears. You're carrying all this tension. And all of a sudden you're like, what am I doing? And you feel everything just start to relax. You kind of like melt down into the floor. And then, and that's when it really starts when like the magic starts happening. What, what research have you seen with other people besides my experience, your experience? What, what, um, anecdotal case studies or scientific studies have really impressed you? I will send you a, a Harvard research update. We'll just show you. The predictability. Yeah. One of the things that's really interesting and the fun thing for me. So this has helped a buddy of mine with cancer. He had testicular cancer, abdominal cancer, and he was a guy I coached baseball with. And when he when he had this problem, I said, Hey, can I come by? I, I can't cure you, but I think I have something that might help you. And I talked to he and his wife, and just giving them hope was was good enough, right? Right. Um, and he used it every day. He used it every time he went to chemo to the hospital. They'd hook him up to a drip for three hours. He'd be on new calm. He said, should I get approval? I said, no, no, no. Ask for forgiveness. Hospitals are really busy. They don't give a shit. We're not going through an IRB to make this approved by the hospital. This is you taking taking this in. And he can't do any harm with it. Right. He gained 12 pounds. He didn't miss a day of work. And he slept like a baby. And his blood work was off the charts. The head of Dana-Farber was his doctor. And he said, what the hell are you doing? Um, the only reason I can tell you're sick is you're bald. But... This, I've never seen anything like it. And, he just, and I told him, he said, just tell them you learn to meditate because they're not going to believe, they don't care about new calm. It's, yeah. it's completely out of their battle, it's out of their comfort zone, and it's hogwash to them. But the numbers are there. So that was a really fun thing. I just went skiing with him the other day, um, two weeks ago before I did this. And he said, Dave, i got to tell you, everybody I talked to can't believe the intensity of the chemo I went through and, and how I lived and how I worked and I missed a day of work and that new calm dude is, and he still uses it all the time. Yeah. It's just, it's amazing. So that was really cool. Um, we've got tons of, of really interesting anecdotes. We had one where a kid jumped out of a car, moving car, and had traumatic brain injury. Um, and they didn't think he was going to make it. He was in intensive care for a couple of days. Then they brought him home and put him in a dark room. And, you know, the whole protocol um, stopped light. And my buddy called and said, hey, because he's a periodontist. He's out in Chicago. He said, hey, you think Newcomb would help him? And I said, well, we've worked with rodeo riders. We know it helps with traumatic brain injury. It only helps your body heal. He, did, he brought it over to the family, did it on the kid. In two days, the kid walked out of the room and was completely cleared of any problems with the head injuries. And his dad got on the phone with me and was crying. He's like, this is a miracle. You helped my kid. I was like, that was awesome. I didn't do anything. I didn't yeah. do this. Um, my buddy is one of who thought of even using it. So these kind of stories to me are always like, that is really cool. Um, and it's really a virtue or a testimony to the, to the healing properties of the human body. 
Yeah. Nuke doesn't heal you. Nucom puts you in the optimal healing state. What your body does there is the miracle of being human. That's the virtue of, of Nucom. Yeah. What, what do you think is going on there? Is it, is it simply that we heal more effectively when we're relaxed? Or is, there, is, is, is it increasing circulation to the brain? What's going on on a biological and a biochemical level yeah. that you think is, re, is primarily responsible? So you only heal when you're relaxed. You only heal. So every time you open your eyes and start to do any work, your cells are starting to work, right? And they're breaking down. That's the whole part of, that's why aging happens to us, right? We break down and we lose complexity over, over time. Um, we force you into parasympathetic nervous system dominance. That's the only time you're in an anabolic state. That's the only time you can rebuild. That's it. There's no other time when you rebuild. You're catabolic or you're anabolic. So Nucom does that, and it does a lot with the blood flow, and it's really with the, with the slow respiration rates. Um, that's a huge critical part of this, no doubt. That's what helps with the brain function, helps with the trauma resolution, helps with muscle relaxation, all the kinds of things. The, the, the head and neck shows all that tension. Here's another thing you should try, too. If you have a hematoma or bruising or muscle tension, rub the cream right on the site because you have GABA receptor sites in all of your major muscle groups, and it'll resolve any muscle tension. Very quickly, too. It's, and you'll see, that's got to be placebo. That was really bizarre, and it works every time. It's super interesting. Wow. Wow. It's really good. I like that. Have you considered using the new comb in the morning? I don't like it in the morning. I'm a good sleeper. Yeah. I don't get enough sleep. I know that. But when I wake up, I feel pretty good. When I do new calm, and I'll do this, like, I'll travel to California. I've got an early morning meeting Thursday. I'll do a wake-up call for 4 o'clock. I'll do new calm. But I'll only be in for 15, 20 minutes because I feel bored. I feel trapped. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I don't need to do this. And that's when I'll take the headphones off. But I always want to get at least 14 minutes because I want to get that alpha theta crossover. Sure. Sometimes it would be eight minutes. like, wow, I'm really – I'm not sleep deprived at all. Um, so I don't desire it in the morning. But a lot of people do like it in the morning because they don't have time during the day. Right. I get the luxury of going to my bedroom, which is right around the corner. Yeah. You do calm. I rarely do it at night, but if I'm – if I need to go to sleep, I will do the new calm in bed and just take the headphones off when I'm when I'm relaxed. Yeah. If I have to force myself. I, I've had a lot of success with uh, clients using it like during their lunch break, especially people who are very type A. Sure. And um, they have tried meditation and not had luck with it. And, and I think a lot of that is um, due to you guys essentially hijacking uh, yeah. a lot of these brain systems. I always say there's literally nothing you can do. Resistance is futile. I don't care if you believe in it. I don't care if you like meditation. I don't care if you like it. A lot of type A people don't like to give up control. And the first time they do new calm, they're not going to really like it. They're like, yeah, that was weird. You, you see the physiological change. Right. You see what happens. You're like, uh, that really worked. You needed it. But they feel uncomfortable. They're like, that, I don't like that. And have them do it a couple days in a row. They'll learn. And their brain likes habits. Your brain likes shortcuts. It'll, it'll adapt to Nucom very quickly. Um, three days in a row to me is always the sweet spot. When I meet with an athlete, they're adrenaline junkies. The last thing they want to do is relax, right? Yeah. So when I meet with an athlete, I say, all right, the first time you use this, it's going to suck. You're not going to like it. Uh, second time, it'll be a little better. Third time, I've got you hooked. Trust me. Yeah. I'm not going to want to give this up. And it's three days. And they're very compliant because they want things to work. And they'll feel and then and. So they'll talk about, hey, I feel my body healing when I do Nucom, blah, 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 um, yeah. which is a little bizarre. But, um, yeah, uh, the afternoons, type A people, they need it. They're, yeah. not, they're never going to get into meditation because they want instant results. 
Right. <laughs> uh, and meditation is a lot of discipline, a lot of work, and a lot of frustration. Or they're, they're, they beat themselves up because they feel like they're not good at it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a loser. I can't meditate. When, when, when you're using it with athletes, is it that 28 to 30 minutes? Is that kind of the sweet spot? It's actually a little longer because we tested stuff with the Blackhawks, which is in this document I'll send you. Yeah. Um, because they're traveling so much and they're beating the crap out of their bodies so much and they're drinking and drugging and they're, you know, they're 25-year-old millionaires. Um, so their, their sweet spot is about 40, 42 minutes is a pretty predictable outcome. 40 to 42 minutes. Yeah. Okay. And what we do, Anthony, the reason that you have uh, kind of a natural endpoint with NuCalm is our patent just for balancing and maintaining the human autonomic nervous system. We're going to drive homeostasis of your autonomic nervous system. And until we do, you won't be ready to wake up. So if you're sleep deprived or you've traveled across, you know, to Australia, um, you might be in NuCalm for two hours. And I say, hey, you needed it. Your body was out of alignment. Um, that badly. The next day, it might be 50 minutes. The next day after that, might be 30 minutes. The next day after that, might be 18 or 20. And that'll be your sweet spot. That, that's what I was going to ask. Do you just let it run? Or when, like when you're doing it, do you set an alarm that goes off? Never. 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 So even if you're, if you're on four or five hours of sleep, you're, you know that if you hook up Newcom, you, you, you take the supplement, the CES device, you're going to wake up around 28 to 30 minutes. Predictably, I'd be worried that I would be out for like three hours if I was on four hours of sleep. No, 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 and that's fine. And that and that that just means that your 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 autonomic nervous system is out of balance, and that's a that's a very bad place to be when you're in that position for a long time. Yeah, I mean, this is this is great, and I think even a, a part two would be fantastic for right now for people that are listening. They want to um, they want to learn more about what you guys are doing and the new calm. Uh, where's the best place for them to go? Where can they invest in a unit? Sure. Uh, so www.newcom.com okay. is, uh, is the place to go. There's no pricing on there. It's an expensive device. It's about six grand per system. Okay. Then about four or five bucks per use. Okay. Um, we are moving towards a consumer version, and I'll probably be ready in about two years. Um, right now, it's very much a clinical version and, and for the rich and famous, right? People who've got a need. If you've got a need, if you need to sleep, you'll figure out a way to pay for it. Yeah. But uh, right now, it's it's really a B to B play for us. Yeah, uh, we do have about maybe five or six hundred consumers. A lot of Tony Robbins followers, that kind of stuff. They they have means, they have resources, and they're using this for performance, not really for you know managing disease state. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I love the device. I love what you guys are doing, and um, I think there are a lot of people that would not balk at making that type of investment to be able to have more mental clarity, decrease the amount of time that they need to sleep at night and sure. just feel better overall. Uh, David, I really appreciate your time. You've been awesome. Um, thank you, brother. I appreciate your time. I had fun. I'll talk to you soon. Get better. Okay. Take care, Anthony. Take care. This episode is brought to you by the Violite. So many of the health experts and world-class athletes I've interviewed over the years have revealed one of their secret weapons to improve performance is photobiomodulation and specifically light therapy. And the Violite is one of the best photobiomodulation device companies on the market. I'm a big fan of their product, the Neuro, which is a transcranial intranasal headset that gives efficient and effective whole brain stimulation. Its design utilizes photonic energy to stimulate cellular function in neurons and help improve brain bioenergetics. I'm also a big fan of the 655, which is a 655 nanometer red intranasal light therapy device that helps stimulate your body to move towards an ideal internal environment. It lowers inflammation. It kills pathogens 
pathogens in the blood. This low-level laser diode, it releases coherent light in the visible red spectrum and it irradiates the capillary-rich nasal cavity. I've found all three products to have a huge impact on maximizing my performance and you can check them out at Vilite.com. That's V-I-E L-I-G-H-T.com. And for a special bonus to you guys, Violet is offering 10% off of your purchase. So all you have to do is use the discount code BIOHACKS, that's B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S, at checkout, and you will save 10% on your order. So check out the Violet product line. You will not be disappointed. This episode is brought to you by Prove It Keto OS Exogenous Ketones. Now, many of you know that when you fast for around 24 hours or you follow a ketogenic diet, your body starts to produce ketones in the form of beta-hydroxybutyrate and acetoacetate. Now, we don't need to go into too much nerd speak, but what is really cool about Prove-It Keto OS exogenous ketones is that you're able to get these same energy-producing ketone molecules in a drink form. And it's a delicious drink form that tastes like chocolate or orange dreamsicle. And these energy producing molecules improve mental clarity. They improve oxygen utilization during exercise and have a whole host of other benefits. You can get them charged with a little bit of caffeine for an extra lift if you tolerate caffeine, or you can get them without caffeine if you are sensitive to stimulants. I've also found them incredibly helpful in bridging the gap as the body transitions into a state of ketosis and making that whole shift a little bit more tolerable. So I have found them to be very, very helpful. A lot of my clients love them. Just be a little careful if you are sensitive to dairy um, starting out. But besides that, they're amazing and they're coming out with a dairy-free option very, very soon. So to learn more about them, go to biohacks.com. Prove it, P R U V I T now.com, and they have a free $14 or $15 sampler pack that you can get and see if they're a good fit for you. I use them just about every single day, and that website, one more time, is biohacks.pruvitnow.com. 